Welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is where we sample the talents of the most notorious chefs, home cooks, foodies, and celebrities that sizzle. Get ready for a culinary journey that you won't find anywhere else. Here's the host of Kitchen Chat, Margaret McSweeney. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat in Antibes, France. I am so glad you're joining me for this fun, and I can't wait for you to meet a new dear foodie friend, Chef Lee Burton from Redlands, California. (laughs) And we have so much to chat about. I can't wait for you to hear and appreciate a career change, kind of midstream, and how he got into the culinary industry and the wonderful and great things he is doing for charity as well. So definitely tune in and welcome. And Chef Lee, how divine is this to be in Antibes? Amazingly heavenly. It is. So great to be here. So we have to share kind of the background of this. We both are dear friends with Chef Sharon. I'll make sure that uh, we provide a link. And she curated this whole culinary experience. And follow along. We have some great pictures and videos for you to appreciate this journey. But this has just been a bucket list to not only meet new friends, but... Just wow. Yes, just Just wow. wow. And Chef Sharon's who brought us together. She is. So thank you, Chef Sharon. We'll be having a kitchen chat with her as well and sharing her journey. But let's talk about you. You made a big decision, a career decision, kind of midstream. Yes. Share with us about that. Well, there's lots of midstream turns, I believe. And I I believe in having a life that's full of inspiration and fulfillment. And part of that was leaving the corporate marketing world, going to culinary school, and going to work for Williams-Sonoma, where I met Sharon Sessler. And that's where the threads kind of came together. But, um, you know, when things, when you're starting to dread the next day of work, I started to realize I need to make a change. And I'm so glad I did. A big component of that, as you mentioned, has been the charity work, which is so fulfilling for me. And on the days when you feel less than, you know, I do some volunteer work and it always fills my heart. Oh, I love that. And you will love his heart. So real quickly, let's talk about this shift. I mean, you said, okay, I am going to leave my corporate job, my very successful (laughs) corporate job, and follow my passion to cook and to teach children how to cook. It's such an inspiration. And on a side note, foodie friends, if you are thinking about you know what? I don't want to stay stuck in a rut. It's mm. okay to dream big, right? There's more out there no matter what age, what stage. You should pursue your dream. So how did you begin to teach cooking for children? Well, that's where the charity work comes into play. went yes. to volunteer for an organization in Redlands, which is the Burridge Mansion. It's a nonprofit, the Rochford Foundation. And um, the man there that owns it, Tim Rochford, mm-hmm. um, suggested, after I did some consulting work for him and developing the commercial kitchen and getting all the inspections passed, that I come to a kid's class, kid's cooking class. And you know, I thought, Margaret, I'm not sure this is for me. 
<laughs> but by the time I left and in the class, I thought, this is what I want to do with oh. my career. And there was the fulfillment of working with a nonprofit mm -hmm. and a couple of different charities affiliated with their nonprofit. But also there was the reward of teaching, which goes back to my mom's influence. Yes. She was a professor, and we've, we've spoken about how much my mom yes. meant to me. But she instilled into me the importance of having a fulfilling life, and education was really important to her. So yes. that's kind of how those stars aligned. And you don't know what you need to change or what you're going to do necessarily. And then when you find it, you think, okay, this is my sweet spot. Yes, your joie de vivre since we are in France. Yes. <laughs> and as you say, savor the day. Yes, my favorite tagline that I am honoring my father with. And, and it's just been such beautiful hugs from heaven being here. I want to quickly share with you Chef Sharon made for brunch today. Oh. Eggs Benedict, and that is what my dad would make me every Saturday. So it was just a beautiful hug from heaven. And I was able to light a candle at the local church here. So just very special moments here in France to share. So as we all know, charity does begin in the kitchen. And how can someone find you to help support these charities that you're supporting? Is there a website you can share with them? Yes, and it's the name of my new program, golocally.net. And, and spell it out for us. G-O-L-O-C-A-L-L-E-E -L -L -E -E dot N-E-T. GoLocalLee.net. So the local Lee, Lee is a play on my name. <laughs> yes, of course. And before we talk about this delicious spread and there's stories behind this, and I can't wait to share it with you, can you please talk about a little bit more about the curriculum for kids? What can the listeners out there, the viewers out there who have children, mm. how can they inspire their kids in the kitchen? What lessons can you share? Start them young and as early as possible. Get them into the kitchen. And that was part of the influences of my life in Alabama, yes. in Talladega, Alabama, <laughs> where you, you were in Birmingham yes. and I was in Talladega. And yes. we have that thread together. But Absolutely. my mother would get me into the kitchen with a, a cook that we had that worked for my mm -hmm. family. And I would see how much fun he had preparing the food. So at an early age, I learned the importance of preparing your own food, which I think is a life skill that's important. Mm -hmm. That ties into my programs. And when I'm with the kids, I think of Rufus, who was a big part of my childhood, teaching me to make biscuits and gravy and fried chicken. Yum. Maybe not always the healthiest of <laughs> ingredients, but it was fun, you know. And he took great pride in preparing those foods. My mother did a lot of entertainment. My father was a judge and an attorney locally, but what we did, we had a lot of parties, and they were themed parties. So if you think about the events that you do, theming out an event, but having the young one be part of that mm -hmm. and go hands-on with them. Give them, even if it's a kid's knife, yes. let them cut, let them slice, let them dice. If you can take it one level further, get them to help them to grow some ingredients. Yes. Some of the programs I do, we have school gardens, and oh. Alice Waters is another one of my heroes. Yes. Where we, I go into a campus as part of my work, and the kids will help pick the carrots or pull the potatoes mm -hmm. out of the ground. We can supplement from the grocery store, but if they see that experience of growing something, they're invested in it. You know, I've had parents tell me, my kid won't eat beets. And I'm like, well, let me let them grow some beets and we'll make beet chips. 
and it works really well. And the, the inspiration works both ways. Back to being inspired and remaining fulfilled and having a full heart. When I'm with the kids, I'm in my happy space. And that is really where it's at. And I remember that influence I had as an early, a young boy. You know, I didn't play sports, not surprisingly, but cooking was my thing. I just loved being in the kitchen. Aww. So start them early and get them involved. Yes. And they can develop their own palates too, mm -hmm. which is the other thing. I call the kids my food critics. <laughs> if I make a recipe and they don't like it, well, probably not going to be a success. Right. Or they may say I would do something differently. I would wow. add a little more acid or I would add more sweetness. Yes. And they develop that skill set. So they have, you know, because each of us have different taste buds mm -hmm. and different preferences, they will develop what works for them. Love that. You're helping them create taste memories, which they will carry out into their future. Speaking of the future, you have something very exciting going on with a new program. Can you share with our oh, foodie friends absolutely. about this project and where they can find you on that? It's been an evolution. Uh, and back to young people and youth and inspiration, um, my film crew is from San Bernardino Valley College in San Bernardino, California, near my community of Redlands. They're my film crew and they are getting um, a two-year degree in filming and they are part of my film crew that we record local restaurants so Great. the idea is to inspire people to support the locally owned restaurants mm -hmm. to not go to a chain and also to have a little bit of a mindset that this is a really difficult business yes I've is. had pretty much every job in the restaurant I've steered away from owning one, but I'm sympathetic when, you know, sometimes things aren't right and, you know, sometimes people have bad days, but to go to the local place and be a little more patient and understand that these people have put their life and blood and money on what's what you consume there in this yes. experience. So in the series, Go Local Lee, that's what we're doing. <laughs> that is great. Oh, so what has been a favorite? Can you share any sneak peek of an episode? Absolutely. Well, each restaurant's different. Mm -hmm. And it's really a show more about the people, the restaurant mm -hmm. owners, the servers, the chef, the staff, all of those people that show up every day and put their heart in, into the business, front of the house to back of the house. Oh. It's all like you know the synchronized kind of thing that comes together when you're there as a diner there's so much that goes into that and so the business side of it for mm -hmm. example we were speaking about that with how important that is yes. the restaurant owner having a business sense for minimizing the the waste right. um, making consistently the same plate every time mm -hmm. and also making it a wonderful experience so each restaurant has its own theme yeah. and it has its own owner which is there's a lot of personalities there right. <laughs> so uh, we have we've the pilot series is six episodes okay we believe four will air maybe five we'll see we're now kind of tailoring it to PBS's standards KVCR is the local PBS mm -hmm. affiliate which is on the campus at San Bernardino Valley College and uh, we've kind of had to meet their framework so we've kind of retooled it mm -hmm. because it is public television sure. but sure. Um, I say it's a story about the restaurant and the people behind it. I love that about the choreography.
philosophy of the kitchen and everyone yes. involved in it. That is so exciting. And speaking of the kitchen, oh, oh. my goodness, there is a story behind <laughs> all of this. Do you see this? Today, Chef Lee and I went to the market in Antibes and shopped, and this is a zucchini blossom. And Chef Sharon made the best zucchini blossom fried i don't know what the exact uh, name would crunchy be crunchy blossoms we call them sometimes they were delicious oh they were so good she is the master and everything she yes. touches turns yes. to gold absolutely but can you share with the foodie friends on kitchen chat what can they do with this at home so if you could walk us through kind of an easy recipe sure. and what they can do. Sure. Well, there's two ways. This is the blossom. I call them squash blossoms because I okay. think that's more fun to say. Yes. But it's a zucchini <laughs> blossom. This is a blossom that comes out of This can be detached. This can be prepared raw. I've done this on some farms in Redlands, ah. uh, Three Sisters Farm, the local organic farm. And I would take these and just stuff these with homemade ricotta cheese that I would oh. make on the stovetop, which is very easy to make, by the way. And it's also something that you once you taste the made-from-scratch version of the ricotta is so amazing. But the way Chef Sharon prepared them is really the, the crowd pleaser. And these can be battered, stuffed with a cheese of some so type, good. and then battered and filled and then fried. And Yum. as we saw, they were delicious. Yes. And southern fried, as we both are we from love Alabama. Anything that says fritter on it, yes. we're going to have, right? Sign me up. <laughs> oh, and this is just so beautiful. Anything you would do with the, the rest of it? Oh, lots of things you could do with this. And I think one of the dishes Chef Sharon prepared was just the saute. Just cut this at, yes. at a, on a bias and saute those. Um, sometimes the freshest ingredients are the simplest preparation because they don't need a lot of extra work to them yes. or a lot of extra seasoning. And the, the restaurant, the the produce really shines when it is with the minimum amount of seasoning and good quality olive oil. Yes. But the other part of the inspiration for this is get to know your local growers in your area. Mm. Support your local farmers. Yes. They really need that. We have a community, every community actually has a farming network. Whenever I travel, mm -hmm. I will go to Google and find out where's the local farmer's market like we did today. Yes, and we're gonna talk about that, about and it's so in theme with you about local, go locally. Local, local, local. <laughs> local, local, local. Locally grown. Yes. So we have to talk about this pate. Oh. Oh, my goodness. So this was such a treat because we went to see Maison Maillard, and that is a butcher place here in Antibes. And what was so special, I had just interviewed Chef Matt Moore, and I love how the tapestry of Kitchen Chat all comes together. The group from the villa, dear friends, we walked. <laughs> we thought it would be close. We walked in the heat. <laughs> we got our Miles. steps in. We got our steps in. <laughs> and we met the owners, Christophe and Amore, who Chef Matt Moore had highlighted in his cookbook, uh, Butcher on the Block. And this is the recipe that was featured in his cookbook. And they were so gracious. They sent us back with this pate. And I'll make sure I share that uh, delicious recipe with you. So I always like to end kitchen chats with some top tips for the home chef. 
anything, I know go local is mm -hmm. very important to you. Any other easy tips you can share with someone who is a home chef and wants to make life easy start, but delicious? Start with your vegetables and what's seasonal okay. and what's locally available and build your meal around there. If you go to the grocery store, start with the produce section. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a big fan of citrus. I find a lot of times when I taste something, if it needs a little more zip, a little more acidity, something like that. And then feel free to get you know, creative. Yes. You can get a recipe as a framework and follow it. Um, but I think most importantly, you know, get locally sourced good quality ingredients as your framework because it's easy to make the best quality ingredients shine. Oh. That's the best thing. And then, you know, the bread or good olive oil, yes. all of those components that you have the, that are kind of the jewels of the plate. Yes. And then, then go to your protein. Okay. But um, that's kind of a framework that I like to operate within. I like that framework. And also, for those of you who have children out there, encourage the kids to come into the kitchen with you to cook. And that's a way to celebrate. And speaking of celebrating, what a special treat to oh, be with Margaret. you. Thank cheers. you so much. Oh, cheers, cheers. to you, Chef Cheers to Lee. you. I enjoy your program. I love, I'm inspired every time I watch an episode. You do such a great job. And I love the idea that you feature these superstar chefs. Oh. I didn't know that I would qualify. <laughs> Chef Sharon certainly oh. qualifies to be on this program. I'm not quite <laughs> you, of the caliber of that. But, but I love what chef. you do. Thank I love it. You. Oh, and thank telling you. people stories. That's what's fun, to share the stories. And thank you for letting us share your story here on Kitchen Chat. Cheers you. to you. Cheers to you, dear foodie friends. And always remember to take a moment and savor the day. Savor the day. Yes. Cheers, Margaret. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.